Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. I'm George Lizos, and I have something exciting to announce. I am thrilled to announce that from now on, I'll be your host. I'm taking over from Emma, and this will be called the Spiritual King's Badass Podcast. There you go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have here with me the one and only, the Spiritual Queen herself, Her Majesty Emma Mumford in this special episode to celebrate the 200th episode of the podcast. It is such an honor to have been invited back for this episode, not to talk about me, but to sort of have a reflective chat with Emma about her highlights so far with the podcast. So Emma, how are you today? Oh my God, George, can I just say that intro? (laughs) You can come on and be spiritual queen a spiritual king sorry anytime <laughs> you want to anytime but thank you so much for doing this I mean obviously we had Hannah last time and I thought right for 200 episodes let's bring some new energy and I couldn't think of anybody more perfect than you George so thank you so much for for doing this oh my goodness thank you so much I can't wait to get started with the questions I have for you today because it's a 200th episode that first question I'm going to ask won't be an easy one to answer because you've had such amazing group of guests on the podcast so my first question for you is looking back on this 200th episode who has been your favorite guest so far the one that stood out more oh god this is so hard because like I just feel like I get so much from the guest interviews as well like I'm really lucky that sort of from 100th episode 200th episode you know we've had flipping like phenomenal people we've had Gabby Bernstein we've had Marianne Williamson we've had example one of my music heroes we've had Matt Kahn who's someone I've wanted to interview for a while we've had Mel Robbins we've had so many phenomenal people Wim Hof can't forget Wim so I feel like I really set like high high goals and intentions for the next 100 episodes and I feel like every single one has been ticked and if if it hasn't it's work in progress as well so I think it's 
it's almost like impossible to pick one but I think I'll, I'll do like who was like the most starstruck so who was like my favorite kind of celebrity starstruck guest and I think the most potent guest so I think the most starstruck was I would oh, it's probably Wim Hof or Marianne Williamson I mean to be honest on a personal level it's example of course because he's like my, he's my music idol as such and it felt weird to like sit down with him and like yeah just have a 45 minute chat with him about spirituality but Marianne Williamson was great and I think I loved everything she said I've loved her work for years but I just loved how we were talking about our favorite chocolate and her daughter lives down the road from me so it was just a really surreal moment where you're like oh my god like this is so crazy I'm talking to Marianne Williamson like we've known each other for ages this is crazy and I loved Wim Hof's interview because oh god there was just so much in that like he is such an amazing teacher and I'm just so glad I came across his work and he's just like the most gentlest man ever and honestly his energy is just contagious honestly I loved that interview so I just feel really grateful that I've been able to sit down with those people but I think the most sort of whoa sort of like wow that really shifted me interview was actually Matt Khan it was quite a recent one and I it was almost one I didn't expect to if I'm honest because we spoke about things like inner child work which obviously you know (laughs) I I sing about and preach about all the time and actually I just really loved a lot of his perspectives and I think it just gave me some really helpful reminders of about surrender inner child work and just unconditional love like I loved it. I love when we get to meet our heroes and they live up to our expectations. That is the best feeling ever. And that's exactly, I think, how you felt about Marianne Williamson and and Wim Hof as well. Now, I have a sort of similar question, but with a slight change here. Like on a personal level, who did you feel you clicked with the most and you felt like you could spend hours talking to them about topics like completely relevant to spirituality? Because I've had those experiences on my podcast when I'm chatting with someone trying to keep it professional and talk about spirituality. And all I want to do is chat about something completely different because we just vibe off so well. So who was that person for you? Do you know what? I think there's two people. I mean, I think I feel like every single person like, you know, we've always got on we've always had you know a bit of a laugh and stuff definitely but I think the two people that stand out is Rebecca Campbell because if anybody's listened to that episode for the first 20 minutes we talk about our favorite roses and we're just like fangirling about David Austin roses which is like nothing to do with a letter to a star star seed her book but we're just like fangirling over our favorite roses how we prune them and all of this so um if anybody loves roses like us that is the episode for you so I feel like that was a really nice moment where we just sort of like fangirled over roses for 20 minutes and actually Matt Khan as well. So yeah. Matt Khan, what this happened after I stopped um, recording, um, he was just asking like where I lived in the UK and he was just telling me about Heston Blumenthal's restaurants in London and his also favorite cheese shops in London. And he was like, Emma, when I'm over, like we have to go and grab some cheese from the shop and go to Heston's. He was like, take your boyfriend there. Like you have to go. Um, so we were just like talking about London and he was just, yeah, we were just talking about loads of different stuff. Um, and it, yeah, it just felt like really natural. I think it's great because you you get to like not just meet your heroes, but also become friends with new people and just expand your your friendship group, which is so needed in this world, especially in the spiritual community. Now, talking a little bit about the takeaways you learned over the past four freaking years. It's been four (laughs) years, Emma. Oh, my goodness. 
So over the past four years doing this podcast, what do you think was your top takeaway that helped you transform on a deeper level? Mm. This is really hard because now I have to think back over 200 episodes. <laughs> well, actually 100 episodes really of guests and think, okay, like what was, what was my biggest takeaway? And do you know what? I'm going to share this one, not because the guest necessarily, I mean, she did give obviously amazing, phenomenal information, but it's actually the conversation that happened after the podcast. So when Kathy Heller came on the podcast, and I love Kathy's work, you know, we spoke about business more than anything. She spoke about her books, her business. And after the conversation, we really got into a deep chat. And actually, she, we both, ironically, we spoke for two hours after this podcast. And ironically, we gave each other so many breakthroughs in terms of me to relationships with her. Um, And she actually gave me breakthroughs in my relationship at the time as well. And it was just such a random conversation because we were talking about business on the podcast. And then suddenly we got onto this like conversation out of the podcast and it was just really healing. And I think she just gave me a lot of realizations about my own inner work and being held by the masculine and that for me was such a pinnacle moment of my inner work journey to realize I wasn't allowing myself to be held by the masculine so I actually owe a heck of a lot to that podcast interview that conversation I had with Kathy Um, and she messaged me as well months later and said that the conversation for her as well literally changed her marriage changed everything and I was really like taken aback so I was like I don't really feel like I said anything groundbreaking but sometimes it doesn't have to be that like you know I'm not married myself like yeah but clearly something I said you know helped her to see something differently and clearly something she said to me helped me to be able to go really deep in my inner journey and like oh honestly I have a lot of gratitude for that conversation. (laughs) I think what many people don't realize with this podcast is that It's real conversations that we're having with people that change us and change them on a deeper level as well. Because many times people perceive us as, okay, they're just performing, they're just doing the work, They this is a tool to grow their business, but it's more than that. And you've just demonstrated it with this example of how she helped you and you helped her on a very personal level, like like outside of the podcast after the recording ended. So just on this question, Why do you think doing this podcast is important, not just for you, but for your audience and for the world? What do you hope this podcast does globally? Mm, And I love that question because I always say, and I'm always honest about this, that I never wanted to start this podcast. Four years ago, I was like, podcast, nah, nobody listens to podcasts, George. Like this is, I mean, you've heard me say this for TikTok and now look at us laughing. I did the same with this podcast. I was like, what's the point? Like, it's just going to be more work. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't think anybody else listens to podcasts. And everyone was like, Emma, people do really listen to podcasts. And I thought, you know what, sod it, I'm going to try it. So I feel like my intention at the beginning was just to experiment and to just see what this platform could be. But what's transpired from that is phenomenal because 
you know, we were getting like 20,000 listens a month, like straight away, which was phenomenal. And then like a cast approached me and we're like, we really want to sign your podcast. Like, you know, we want to help you monetize this. So obviously like that was amazing as well to have that support from a cast from almost day one. And really from there, it's just gone from strength to strength. And for me, that kind of message and intention over the four years, but even right from the beginning, once I realized like, wow, okay, this is something really special. And this is hitting people in a way that my other content hasn't hit people before. And still to this day, it's my most digested content online. I think because people love those real conversations, like you say, they love those real conversations. They love me just blabbering on about Bridgerton, random stuff, spirituality. They love the guests that come on. And, you know, I have messages all the time of like, thanks to your podcast, Emma, you've introduced me to so-and-so's work, which has really transformed my life. I've even had messages from people who have said that, one podcast solo cast episode for me has changed their whole life and they've you know worked on some inner work which has transformed them or they've had a massive light bulb moment which has like changed everything for them so for me like that's what it's about it's about providing something free to people where they can come each Monday and know that they're going to be held they're going to be seen they're going to get some you know amazing content from myself or a guest um, and just really enriching positive conversations like they're part of it as well you know I love that. And you got me thinking as well while you were talking, like, why do I love doing podcasts as well? And it's just a very intimate conversation. Like the other person feels like they're there with you. They're having a personal connection with you. They're learning from you. And you go deeper than just like a short video on YouTube or like a 60 second video on TikTok. You just get give the opportunity to the audience, to the listener to just Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com 
go in in that conversation they really like deep and get down and dirty with you and just learn and grow and cry and be happy and feel inspired and have epiphanies i think it's so wonderful and uh, 200 episodes there's so much information and content for people to uh, to enjoy to consume and to learn from now looking into the future in the next 200 episodes, because I am manifesting this for you, it's going to go to 1,000th episode and I'm going to be there <laughs> interviewing you again for that episode because I predicted it right now. Here you go, <laughs> putting it out there. So oh, who yeah. would you love to interview over the next 200 episodes and beyond? Oh, gosh. I mean, to be honest, I feel like this year and 2020, actually, I've hit so many of those guest goals that it's I'm like, wow, like I really need to think about more now. I think Tony Robbins is still going to be someone I really want to interview. Um, I do keep reaching out. So hopefully his PR team one day are like, let's do it. <laughs> um, Adrian Michela, I would love to interview. She's yoga with Adrian because I've done her yoga videos like every day for like four years now. So I would love to chat with Adrian and bring yoga to the podcast as well. And again, she has said, yes, it's just the, it's the dates it's getting it booked in the diary. So fingers crossed that will, you know, come into fruition. Um, I mean, if we're aiming high, Oprah would be fantastic. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Oprah. Yes. Let's go there, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> let's get Oprah on. Um, who else? Who else? Who else has worked? Do you know who what? I would love to see you interview? Mm. Esther Hicks. Oh, yes. Do you know what? That's, I feel like that's really attainable as well. I'm going to do it, George. I'm going to reach yeah. out. I'm going to reach out. I'm oh my do God, it. do so. Please have a conversation with Abraham. I'll be there listening. <laughs> Fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you onto the Zoom call, George. Um, yeah, Esther Hicks would be awesome. Definitely. Definitely Esther Hicks. Um, gosh, what other books? I just, I just try and think about like the people who have really kind of impacted my life and have really I mean Gwyneth Paltrow would be fantastic as well oh like my I would God, love, she would be epic I mean Goop Lab is like one of my favorite shows on Netflix Sex Love and Goop oh my gosh love it um so she would be awesome as well um Jay Shetty he's been one of my kind of goals for a while again that nearly happened book schedules got in the way so again I'm holding hope for that's going to come through I feel like that's everybody. I feel like that's everyone on my kind of list at the moment. I am so excited for all of this and I see them manifesting, Emma. There we go. I can't wait to listen to all these episodes. And like outside of the podcast, I know you have so many things happening, so many new projects coming um, in the future. So I was wondering whether you can give us some like a tease as to what you're currently working on and what people can expect. Oh, yes. And yeah, like I haven't really spoken about the third book at all. Um, I feel like book one and book two, I was like, here's what it's about. Here's what I'm writing about. Like everybody knew from day one. Whereas this book, honestly, from day one, it was like, do not talk about it until it's written. And I still really feel that now. Um, I've got four chapters left to write. You've been with me on this journey, George, writing this book over the last 18 months. Can you believe? Oh my God, um, yes. And it's just transformed because, you know, we've had so many voice notes over those months about this is what I'm thinking, George. This is what I'm, you know, and I think it's just incredible how much that book has transformed from what I originally wanted to write about to where it is now. And I couldn't be prouder of it, to be honest. And obviously, I owe a lot of that to you with your patience and help and um, 
you know your support as well of course and Hannah's and I think it's just been really nice to have that really nice container of us three and our happy mermaids group um you know just supporting each other and holding that container for it so the book is coming in November 2022 um so literally a year near enough to the date this book's going to come out I've seen the cover it is phenomenal as you know George I'm a big fan of it it's got very neutral vibes monochrome vibes it's very much everything that I love in a book cover and I never expected it for this book I did not expect to have that for this book I saw a very different cover for the book but when Watkins sent it through I was like this is the one this is it it just like made sense it was like yes so the book is coming. The book is what I'm working on at the moment. Um, so pretty much from February, once the draft, the final drafts, everything's sent off, I'm more than happy to share what the book is about, what the themes are, and obviously what's coming with that. So there'll be lots of exciting stuff coming way before November next year in excitement for that. And apart from that, really, because I feel like that's kind of taken a lot of my time and energy certainly over this year as well um to write I am well I've obviously launched new courses this year which is exciting but I've just really had a massive pivot in the brand so the merchandise so all my stuff I sell on my shop an Etsy shop we are getting rid of a lot of it but the core products like the oracle cards and the journals are staying so have no fear people um but everything else is being cleared out by the end of this year so you can get some fantastic bargains over Black Friday Friday guys and over Christmas with the website shop and Etsy so next year I'm hoping by autumn we are going to have an incredible new products launch which I am so excited for like, I have not been excited for something like this in the line yet because we are doing it like pro so it's going to be next level I don't want to spoil it but next level merchandise so that's going to be exciting next autumn I don't think I even know about this. I'm so excited right now. I'm hooked. Do you know? I, I'm I not sure. It. Text me later. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Um, and yeah. And then I've also got a spiritual course. Hopefully, I don't want to say dates because I'm still moving dates about in the schedule next year but I think it's going to be around June next year um I've got my first spiritual course well I've done a spiritual course before but full-on live six-week course um coming as well which is epic so yeah a few exciting things coming next year not just a few exciting things coming next year, like more things than most people would do in their entire lives coming next year. <laughs> that is exciting. And I just quickly want to comment on the book because I've seen the book and it's so deep. It's beautiful. It's not what people would expect from you, but it's totally you. Mm. That's what I love about it because you're sharing parts of yourself you haven't shared yet so much online. So I think it's so beautiful. And mm -hmm. I know you guys are going to love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, thank you, George. Now, the final question I have for you is a more of a general question about sort of your personal or spiritual or business discovery that you've had this year. What has been the biggest takeaway of the year? Because we're nearing the end of 2021 as well. So reflecting back, what is the number one thing you learned? Mm. Good question. And last year, it definitely was balance. I feel like, and to be honest, I still feel like that has been the theme of this year is balance. Um, so I feel like as my health is realigned, I feel like, I feel like the biggest lesson is alignment this year. If I had to summarize it in a word, I feel like last year was balance coming into this year into like spring. And I feel like 
from spring onwards, it, the word has been alignment. And what I mean by that is essentially like I've always lived in alignment. Like I've never felt like, oh my God, I'm living totally out of alignment before. But I feel like the alignment has been made clear the more I've listened to myself. And I think especially in business where I've now cultivated that balance, I really make sure regularly, like I'm checking in with anything that doesn't feel good. And I'm like, okay, why doesn't this feel good? So I think for me, alignment has really occurred in all areas of my life because I've really taken it seriously, like the balance side and creating the space, which obviously created, you know, abundance that I've been wishing for for years. And now that I have all of that, it's also now looking at that alignment in the business and saying, you know, and Cameron did, I had a session with Cameron, um, our good friend Cameron this year, well, I had many with him this year, but one of them that really stuck out was actually just like more of a chat session we had where we looked and he said, look, what are you doing in five years time, Emma? And he made me visualize it. And it, it was just really potent for me because I realized that actually what I was doing now Obviously, I'm still going to be doing law of attraction, spirituality, just as a disclaimer. But I was like, actually, do you know what? Like, this is why that aspect doesn't feel good. Because if I look at the grander vision, I'm not creating the space for that. I'm not creating the energetic space or the balance in that area to allow that desire to come in. So for me, it's been about really listening. It's been about listening to my needs and my desires and not feeling guilty of, you know, like I have to work all these hours or I have to do all of this stuff. It's really been about honoring that balance and honoring myself more. And the more I've done that, which, you know, my mantra of Emma does less, Emma attracts more, um, is still very much in cultivation and it still is absolutely happening. So not in a sense where I don't want to work. We know I work a lot, but it's finding more balance and alignment with that. Definitely. It definitely sounds like integration of all aspects of life and just like you you've been working on different aspects of life like separately and now you're bringing it all together and seeing how it all fits into your life finding balance prioritizing what matters what doesn't matter as much and therefore uh, boosting that sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that is all about what life is about mm -hmm. now this brings us to the end of this fun interview. Thank you so much for letting me interview you for the 200th episode. I still can't believe it's been four years, 200 episodes. That is so exciting. I'm so excited for what's to come on the podcast. And I can't wait to be back for the thousandth episode to chat even more about it. Thank you so much, Emma. Oh, George, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. And for everybody listening, where can people find out more about your work, George? They can contact me on Instagram at George Lizos, well now on TikTok as well at I am George Lizos. <laughs> and of course, they can join my Your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group. Amazing. Thank you so much, George. And also, I just want to say thank you to everybody listening for all of your support, all of your love, all of your listens, all of your comments, all of your like follows, all of your reviews, absolutely everything. Like this podcast is, I would say, probably the funnest aspect of my business that I love doing week in, week out. And it brings me so many amazing opportunities to sit down with like the world's most amazing people and, you know, phenomenal spiritual teachers who have become like my best mates as well which is epic so like this podcast has brought so much into my life and I really really hope that it's brought so much into everybody's listening's life and you know it continues to inspire it continues to help people it continues to motivate and help you manifest all of your dreams and all of your desires for many 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 years to come so yeah a big big thank you from me as well everybody thank you 
So thank you so much guys for listening to another one of my podcast episodes. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to. And I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. 